This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What's up, Raider Nation? Coming to you guys with episode 98. And this one's going to be a little short and sweet compared to what you're used to um, on this feed. And I'm just going to be reviewing my 53-man roster projection. It's a little early, I'd say. I'd say about probably the earliest I could be doing this at, just because we're finally getting a good feel for things. Um, and there's already been one little shakeup to this. Obviously, uh, the injury announced today, Tyrell Williams, torn labrum. And, and I don't think... That puts a big change into my plans. Obviously, he's still going to be on the 53, in my opinion, just because of you know his dead money on the roster. He still has like pretty much his fully guaranteed contract at this point. Uh, now, when we're talking in 2021, there's zero dead money, zero I mean money left behind at all if we cut ties. Uh, but for now, he's still going to be a part of my 53-man roster no matter what. I still think he'll play a role, uh, just like I've even put out on Twitter. Uh, this isn't his first injury, first shoulder injury, or first, should I even say, torn labrum. Um, I'm not sure what shoulder this is in, but at one point, the final year in college, uh, before the season started, he tore his labrum, tore his labrum played the whole year. Um, and then also, then again in 2016, the end of the 2016 season, the end of November, he tore the same shoulder, the same labrum, and played the final five games with it, didn't miss a game. So um, I still think he'll be contributing, but I, I'd say, you know, look to him being maybe like the same as last year. Uh, not like a high production, high volume guy just because he's going to be nursing a nagging injury. Uh, but without messing around anymore, we have roster cuts. Uh, NFL teams, the Las Vegas Raiders need to be down to their 53 players 
on September 5th. I think it's September 5th. Hopefully that's right. Don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure it's September 5th. So I'm going to take this early look ahead. We're a few weeks away, a couple weeks away. We're going to take a look ahead at this. I'm going to give you my 53 players um, that I see being in the silver and black come week one. Start from the top, the tip top of the depth chart. We're going down by position. We're going to start with quarterback. And at quarterback, of course, Derek Carr, QB1. Marcus Mariota, the backup. That's what we signed him for. Uh, normally, I wouldn't say we'd carry Nathan Peterman right now with those two quarterbacks. I think we arguably might have the best quarterback duo right now in the NFL between Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota. Of course, they're one of the highest paid quarterback rooms in the NFL right now. Uh, But I think we keep Nathan Peterman just for the sole fact that if something happens, whether it's Marcus, whether it's Derek, never want this to happen, any player on the team possibly, but quarterback would be the most important position if anything came back, even if it's a false positive, and that player has to go on that four-day quarantine, if that happens on a Thursday or a Friday, you got to have a second quarterback out there. You can't roll out on Sunday with one quarterback. We can't put Nathan Peterman on the practice squad again this year. I don't think it's going to work the way we did last year. Um, luckily, just so happened last year he got you know injured, right? So he just so happened to be able to get through 2019 not getting signed. So this year, if we want to keep him, I think we got to put him on the roster. So I'm going Carr, Mariota, Peterman. Now, Shifting over to running back. This one, I think there's a possibility of it growing, but I'm going to stick with Josh Jacobs, Lynn Bowden Jr., and Jalen Richard. Now, Lynn Bowden Jr. is a player that I'm really excited about, and I think he can you know, take the step to be the next level player here soon. Now, in order to be like a third down running back or a do-it-all guy in the backfield, um, he's going to have to learn a lot, and he's going to be going through this, the, the same uh, you know, I guess learning curve as Josh Jacobs did last year. Um, not saying he can't or he can't pick it up immediately, um, but he's not going to, you know, really attain that full time passing down role um, if he can't get down pass blocking, if he can't pick up blitzes, if he can't get in sync with the offensive line or blitzing linebackers. So that's something he's going to have to work on. With a short offseason, um, he could honestly have probably the hardest or steepest learning curve of any rookie coming in in the silver and black uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be really tough luckily we have a guy like Jalen Richard that can fill those shoes just fine Jalen Richard is an amazing an amazing blocker out of the backfield and of course you know we've seen he's got quite the connection quite the chemistry with Derek Carr so Josh Jacobs Lynn Bowden Jr. Jalen Richard and of course we're gonna be going with Alec Ingold at fullback I'm gonna count him as the backfield because I see him um you know, kind of upgrading his role this year. I see him being more of a ball carrier. I see him getting receptions out of the backfield. We've seen some of the work that he's been doing this offseason. Um, and I think Alec Ingold um, can fill that bigger back goal line role, um, if not for Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs can do that just fine as well. So I think we kind of we, we spread out just fine between those four guys in the backfield. Now we're going to shift over to what I believe is maybe the hardest position to kind of break down. And I feel like every year we have this sense like, Oh man, our wide receiver room is just absolutely packed. We have so much talent. How do we make cuts? 
And then something happens last year. You know, we're not going to bring up what happened last year, but something always happens to where we get through the season. We're like, man, okay, maybe we don't have the depth that we thought we had. Well, those same guys that we thought that were sure roster locks last year and the year before, guys like Aitman, um, you know, of course, guys like Keelan Doss, guys that we're bringing back, I'm not sure that those are going to be guys that stick around. So I'm going with Henry Ruggs, of course, as our, you know, I mean, that's our, that's our guy. That's, you know, that's, that's filling the shoes as the mo- most important wide receiver in John Gruden's offense. We have Tyrell Williams, Hunter Renfro, who's going to be, I believe, starting in the slot despite rumors or reports. Brian Edwards is going to be sniffing on the heels of a starter. He's going to get quality reps out there on the field um, out wide, guaranteed. Him, Tyrell Williams, he can be mixing it up with Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs can be moving into the slot at times, getting snaps in there for Brian Edwards. Red zone Brian Edwards could be amazing. Zay Jones, a guy that's been growing a connection with Derek Carr all offseason, I see him as a roster lock. And then I think there's a chance, and I think that there's an ability where we can now carry seven wide receivers this year and Nelson Aguilar and Rico Gafford. And I say we carry seven just because Marcel Aitman and Keelan Doss, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to make it to the practice squad. I don't see it. If Rico Gaffer goes to the practice squad, I don't think he makes it either. So we've got to pick somebody that we're going to be able to keep. We have to be able to keep him. I think that's going to be Rico Gafford. Whether he's activated every Sunday, that's going to be up to the health of the rest of our wide receiver room. I think we you know, at least dress out six wide receivers. Um, but I'm going to say Rico Gafford um, is, is going to crack this roster. You know, he's finally, he wasn't a full-time wide receiver his entire career. You know, he just shifted over whatever it was kind of last year full-time and has been learning the position. So Ruggs, Williams, Renfro, Edwards, Jones, Aguilar, and Gafford are going to be the guys I'm going with. Now, shifting over to the tight end room. And the tight end room was really good last year and is now, I believe, even better this year. Uh, Of course, we got Darren Waller. Darren Waller, all-pro wide receiver, or, I mean, basically a wide receiver, tight end, um, catches the ball, moves like a wide receiver, absolutely amazing. Foster Moreau, coming back off injury, red zone threat. My guy Kenny Keene came out and he said that Foster Moreau is going to be leading the Raiders in touchdown receptions, or that's a, I shouldn't say he's going to be, it's a hot take. And I could see it totally happening just because of his basically ability to break off the line, um, get in those bunch formations, get in power formations, um, and break out and make big plays, big catches. We've seen it many times. And adding a guy like Jason Witten to be that mentor. Get in there with these guys, both of them, especially Foster Moreau. Teach them the ways. Teach them how to be sneaky, slippery, um, how to get off the line. I mean, those those get-offs. Jason Witten will you know, take off. You don't even, you don't even see him getting out of there. Not the fastest guy, uh, but he's sneaky and he's smooth, kind of like a Hunter Renfro. They both kind of got that, that, that creative crafty style doing to get off the line, um, and, and gain an advantage on their defender. So the tight end room I see going Darren Waller, Jason Winton, Foster Moreau, a tough cut there for me would be Derek Carrier. I'd love to be able to sneak Derek Carrier onto the practice squad because obviously he has some chemistry there. Uh, Derek Carr to Derek Carrier was a thing. You guys probably remember the the game winning touchdown against Pittsburgh Pittsburgh in Oakland, uh, I think a couple years ago. So um, Derek Carrier is a guy that I'd love to be able to keep around in silver and black if he needs to be called up. Now jumping over to the offensive line, and this is where I started getting some help. Um, shout out to one of our moderators, Grizz. Shout out to Grizz Turner in the chat. Um, he helped me. He actually, we actually went through and kind of reviewed this all together before I put it out. Um, that's my guy. He's he's very knowledgeable whenever it comes to you know position breakdowns um, and making sure you know we're stacking up the right amount of players in the right ways 
to fit our scheme and you know what size guys in exact what positions just because they're linebackers and defensive linemen or interior linemen um, outside linemen there, there's more to that strong side weak side you know one t three t defensive tackles and, and he understands all those things and decided to, to double check so my first help was here on the offensive line and obviously I think we just roll with the chemistry and what we had last year that's starting at left tackle, Colton Miller. Colton Miller, um, I'm hearing, is having a great camp. I think he's going to take another leap forward after a healthy year last year. I think he took a step forward, big step forward last year. Played solid. Yeah, he gave him some sacks at crucial times, but that's all stuff he's going to clean up. I, I see this as a second real year as a pro um, just because of the health um, and you know, kind of the mind games and having a good unit around him. Richie Incognito coming off a huge year. Only going to get better at this point. Rodney Hudson, the stud. There's nothing else to say. Um, all he does is get snubbed. But this is the year whenever we put together some wins, our center, Rodney Hudson, is going to be the guy that's going to finally, finally get the recognition that he deserves as the best center in the league. And right next to him, big man, Gabe Jackson. Um, I think it, it is a great part of this unit. He came back last year off injury, played okay. Wasn't the Gabe Jackson we were used to. But after a full, healthy offseason, I think Gabe Jackson can return to true form. And then jumping over to Trent Brown. Trent Brown, another guy that didn't finish the season the way we wanted. Super talented. Big dude. Great dude. Got to have him there. Trent Brown is going to be a guy um, that really, along with some of these like Rodney Hudson, Richie Incognito, Colton Miller can get into that conversation. Um, Pro Bowl caliber guys. Um, I'm going to say it. I, this unit, this starting unit right here, these, these, these five guys – um, have all the potential to be the best offensive line in the league. I believe we're maybe the second highest paid offensive line right now, um, and there's no reason we can't be the best in production. So shout out to those guys. We got a second unit here, and I think you know they're they're pretty well put together. David Sharp, which was kind of our swing tackle last year. John Simpson, if you recognize our recent draft pick, mid round draft pick. Andre James, who stepped in uh, one game, if you remember for Rodney Hudson last year. Denzel Good, who was great, who I thought um, if there was ever a departure because there was rumors of Gabe Jackson, I felt like Denzel Good could have gotten the mix, and I think he could have taken that role of Gabe Jackson if if need be. Of course, we just signed on that one-year contract extension. Going to see what we get out of him. And Sam Young. Sam Young is a guy now that is, while Trent Brown has been missing camp, I think he's been out about a week, David Sharp hasn't been taking those reps at starting right tackle. It's been Sam Young. So Sam Young, I think, is a for sure lock as the one, you know, insert swing tackle that we have. David Sharp would be the only other guy I see on the bubble. And a tough cut for me would be Eric Cush, a guy we just signed. Uh, Cush, number 69, uh, Rupture Raider Nation, already loved him just for his jersey. Uh, but unfortunately, that's who I have kind of as a tough cut for me. And I could see these tough cuts. Whenever I say tough cut, um, I could see a possibility of – him still being a Raider and another move at another position somewhere else on the roster. Now, I'm going to jump over to the other side of the ball, but before I do that, uh, we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire, and like I said, when we come back, uh, we're going to cover the defense. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worsland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary Theragun percussive therapy device, when Dr. Jason saw the benefits using CBD in his treatments. He then created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic, but still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. 
TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the U.S., and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now, through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it all back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire. But only until Labor Day. Go right now to T-H-E-R-A-G-U-N dot com slash bluewire. And Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE for your 15% off. To the other side of the ball, defense. I'm going to start with the defensive line. Um, A unit that went from very bad in 2018 to middle of the pack last year and I think is ready to take another step forward. Um, with the growth of Max Crosby, who, I mean, Max, come on now, he's he's fully, I mean, he's not fully developed because there's still room to grow there, um, but he's developed into what I think um, is, you know, a little bit more of an NFL defensive ends body. So it's going to be interesting to see that he now has a little bit more of a physical advantage than he did last year, and we're going to see what he can do with that, see if he can capitalize. On the other end, Cleveland Farrell. I'm a guy that is facing a little pressure this year, but I think Cleveland Farrell, uh, although um, I'd love to see another addition to allow Cleveland Farrell to not be a full-time defensive end. I think Cleveland Farrell is ready to make that jump, be a nice, versatile defensive end um, that put on, if I remember right, 13 pounds. So that's going to be huge for Cleveland because that was another thing that he was battling along with Max Crosby. Now we're going to get into their backups, Carl Nassib and Arden Key on the edges. Um, Arden Key, I hear, has been doing great at camp. Of course, we always know he's he's been a phenomenal pass rusher. Third down situations, he's been the dude. Now he's got to stay healthy. On the interior, this is where I'm most excited about the jump our defensive line has taken. The addition of Malik Collins alone. Malik Collins alone is going to take this defensive line to the next level. Getting that pressure in the face of the quarterback, along with the emergence of Jonathan Hankins, who in my opinion, I mean, as long as he's fresh, um, he's good on almost any down. And rotating in along with him is Mo Hurst. Mo Hurst who took a step last year. Maybe he didn't take as big as a step as we expected, but he was getting more pressure on the quarterback than he was his rookie year, and I expect him to take another big step this year with added talent to the defensive line. You guys got to understand, just because we're adding more talent to the to the defensive line doesn't mean that they're going to take away sacks or opportunities or pressure you know, for our existing guys. Adding talent only just feeds the rest of our, of our defensive line even more. They all flourish. All their stat lines are going to flourish more um, if we can have a dominant unit. Um, and then the final guy I think that cracks this is going to be Daniel Ross. As much as I'd like to see maybe a ninth defensive lineman, um, preferably an edge, 
Cough, cough, J.W. on Clowney or Yannick. I, who knows? I mean, come on, bring old, bring Jan over here and, uh, you know, let's solidify this edge, get a good rotation there. That's what I'd love to see. But for now, this is the eight that I see at defensive line. Jumping back to a position that we're not used to seeing being, can I say elite? I'm not going to say elite yet. We're going to see, we're going to see how they, how they, how they mesh on the field. But a, a, a linebacker group, we're not used to this Raider Nation. We're not used to seeing a linebacker group this talented. Corey Littleton, Nick Kwiatkowski, both guys that whenever they were on the field last year, we're tearing it up for good teams. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Um, we're bringing in a guy like Tanner Muse. And although he might not be the starting caliber linebacker, plug-and-play type guy, I think he's going to be a great special teamer. And then a guy like Nicholas Morrow who keeps coming back, who is that kind of gadget, you know, those you get the, like that sub linebacker. He's going to be a dude that's going to still come in on passing downs, I believe. You know, get him, Kwiatkowski, Littleton out there, all three of them on the field. I feel like we can cover some players. I feel like on passing downs, that's going to be a good package of linebackers. If we don't already just run two linebacker sets most of the time, and I think our two starters are just going to be Littleton and Kwiatkowski. Now, a guy that I think sneaks on the roster and something that I didn't think was going to be possible this year just because of the shortened camp. Um, and you know, limited amount of seeing these guys play on the football field is Javen White, and obviously the Las Vegas locals are going to love it. Uh, the University of Las Vegas product man, I think, is coming out. He seems like he's on fire. Um, he seems like he's wanting to hit people. Seems like he's getting down. It seems like he's tackling guys, getting after it. He's tough. Um, getting his helmet blown off, and it don't matter. He's still getting in there. He's making the tackle. Um, and a dude that you know, even through college, like they. Could, consider him like kind of built like a safety you know they seem like you know hey teams talked about you know we can almost line him up at corner as athletic as he is so i see him as like a Corey littleton type player um i'd love to be able to see javen white stay on this roster don't let him get away all this hype you can't try and put him on the practice squad at this point he's gonna be goner and i know he wants to play for the raiders he's fired up bring that energy i want to say javen white right now is about a lock um and i will say now a tough cut um and when i remember whenever i say tough cut uh i mean it because he could stay on the roster, and that's going to be Kyle Wilbur. But Kyle Wilbur wasn't a guy that you signed on the team to like play full-time linebacker. He was a special teamer. So I see Kyle Wilbur as that tough cut. Now, jumping into corner. Corner is where it's getting hairy. I'm going to pull this up, and you guys are going to question me. And this is just a hunch. This is just how I feel. And looking now, Trayvon Mullen and Damon Arnett are going to be our two guys out wide. They're going to be our starters. I can I can say that. Um, with you know anything you know holding them back, those are going to be our two guys. Lamarcus Joyner is obviously the veteran that's going to get the crack right there um, at, at nickel corner. But Amik Robertson is going to be sniffing at his heels, and he will be getting snaps. He will be getting reps. We will, there will be um, you know big dime packages out there, and Amik Robertson will be one of those guys that's out there playing. Now, Isaiah Johnson is a guy that I was high on last year. I think he's going to get a good rotation also at outside corner. And then I see a guy sneaking in here that is not, I repeat, this is not Prince of Mukamara. And it's going to be Keyshawn Nixon. I think Keyshawn Nixon, Isaiah Johnson, those are going to be the two guys that sneak on the roster as depth. I'm going to say my surprise cut. This isn't even a tough cut. It is a tough cut, but my surprise cut, because a lot of you probably won't agree with me, but I think Prince of Mukamara might be on his way out because these young studs are stepping up. They're playing hard. They're playing well. They're playing great for young guys. And we want speed on this defense, guys. Two years ago, if you told me Prince of Mukamara was on the roster, I'd say keep him. Right now, I think last year you allowed like 102.5 passer rating and coverage. It's not going to cut it. We need something better. And I think Keyshawn Nixon and Isaiah Johnson can do that. They're young. Let them develop. Get them the snaps. 
that's our future right there. So that's how I'm going to wrap out our corner room. Uh, Madre, um, Harper, that's another guy. that I, uh, Madre Harper, I'd love to see stashed on the practice squad. Moving back to our final kind of like, I guess, on-field position. That's safety. Jonathan Abram, Demarius Randall. I see those guys as our two starters. I would not be surprised to see an Eric Harris in there cracking at some snaps because Eric Harris is very talented, and there was he flashed big time last year whenever he got a big role. Um, you saw, you know, <laughs> he tormented uh, Philip Rivers. He had a big game, I believe, against the Colts. He, he had he had some great games back there at safety. So I'd love to see Eric Harris get a chance. And Jeff Heath is a guy that can get in there and get some reps as well. He played well last year at Dallas. He has chemistry with Marinelli, um, and he, I think he's going to be great on special teams. So that, I think we have a very solid safety group with some good depth, two guys that can come in and fill in um, and have experience in things like that. So I'm, I'm very excited for the safety room. Now, wrapping this thing out, Knocking this thing out pretty quick for you guys. 53-man roster. We're just buzzing through it. I'm fired up. These are great dudes. A um, little surprise. Now, our kicker competition wasn't really a competition. I guess we're just kind of giving the job to Daniel Carlson again. Started the year off great. I was very happy with him last year, even going into last year. The second half of the season kind of fell off a little bit. Hey, buddy, pick your head up. Get that confidence going. Go out there and kick some, get some threes for us. You know, Kick some field goals. Get those extra points. I think Daniel Carlson has all the talent in the world. Now it's just a buckle down, focus, tune out the noise, get out there and score for us. That's going to help us. That's going to help our points per game. A.J. Cole. Um, A.J. Cole, I believe, had maybe the second longest punt of the year last year. It was, it was, it was there. I mean, he, was, he, he had a big leg. Was it consistent all the time? Not necessarily, um, but could have been a lot worse. I think he was a great, great punter. Um, coming out, I believe, undrafted free agent. So coming out, giving him a chance. A.J. Cole, I think, did great. And then the final special teamer that I'm going to add to this list is Trent Seegan. That's our long snapper. Got to have a long snapper, right? So that's our 53, guys. That's our 53. And to be honest, I'm pretty happy with where this 53 sits. Uh, there's really not much else, you know, I would really look for us to add except more pass rush. You know, that's obviously the thing that you can't really get enough of. Um, I'm, I'm confident with where we sit now, but if we can add more pass rushers, let's do it. I, I feel good with where we sit at wide receiver, even with a nagging injury to Tyrell Williams, because I felt like Brian Edwards and some of these young guys were kind of, you know, gunning for his snaps. Anyways, we have the talent there. Um, so when it comes to this this total 53, it feels good to not have those gaps. It feels good to feel confident at pretty much every single position that you know that's going to be on the field uh, in just a few weeks here. So uh, if you haven't already and you're listening to this this portion, uh, go ahead, subscribe. Make sure you leave that five star rating and review, um, and give me your thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you think of the 53 man roster. I dropped this a couple days ago on my YouTube channel. There's a visual there uh, with kind of a depth chart as well. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Raider Cody uh, forward slash Raider Cody, and uh, check things out there. Also RaiderCody.com. Uh, we're doing live streams. There'll be a live stream this Saturday night. So here's here's a good warning for you. This Saturday night at 8:30 p.m. Pacific. We're going to have Eddie Borsili on live, Kenny King on live. You can drop in questions for us to ask. We have the Super Chat going. Uh, a lot of different things moving and many different ways to watch us. YouTube, Periscope, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, different ways to watch us there. Or you can just listen like you do now to the post-produced podcast, and that's fine as well, whichever you prefer. So, Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. Episode 98, done, over with. See you guys. Did somebody say playoffs? NBA, NHL are playing for the gold and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with players.
plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing in the fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, features, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports, and remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sports book experts.